Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Alrighty, hey, I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry, Commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and on the other end of the line is my very best friend in all the world, Andrew Majorkirth. Andrew, say hello to the peeps. Hey, hey, hey. Andrew, this is kind of a bittersweet moment because it's the last WCHL podcast of the 2020-2021 season. This is this uh, has been the funkiest podcast season we've ever had. I know. It's, but you know what? We'll I think we'll, we'll just survive. We'll we'll move on and uh, uh, what a deal! We finally survived the pandemic season of 2020 and 2021. 28 yep. teams out of 72 actually played games. Uh, I would say about 10 of them actually only played two or three games, and you know maybe about 20 played more than more than a dozen, I guess. But, uh, wow, so the season has finally come to an end. We crowned a champion last night, and so here we are to talk about it, huh? We are here, that is for sure. <laughs> we are. You sound so excited. We are here. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> we are here. All yeah. right, and, and let's, let's get to it, and then we can talk about the final. And you and I, before we hit record, and we are recording, so this won't be a, a bust like it was last time. Um. <laughs> We, uh, you know, we could talk about the championship game and how it was kind of a dud and whatever. But, uh, hey, in the uh, semifinals, the first game of the semifinals was Adrian taking on Indiana Tech. Yep. That turned out to be a 4-1 to victory for the Bulldogs. Yeah, I was, you know, I was a little surprised. I thought, you know, after the first period, Indiana Tech was still in it. They, uh, I was kind of like, whoa, hang on a second here. What's happening? Yeah. And, yeah, good. Good for those guys. You know, they showed up and they had a they had a great little nationals run. Indiana Tech did. They did. They did. Frank De Cristofaro had a good little, uh, as you said, a good little run, and his team performed better. It looked ugly at the uh, at the start because what it jumped out, I think, really quickly to like a it was tied one to one, and then all of a sudden Adrian struck to make it like three to one after the first period. Yeah, yeah, they yeah late in the first they they kind of jumped on a little bit, but you know most of that first the the score wasn't indicative to what really happened in that first period yeah and indiana really hung with them and kind of took it yeah they did yep they <laughs> hold on here tiger i'm gonna call you back yeah i was gonna say i think we're dropping in and out yeah hold on well so adrian you were you were talking about uh we can start over. It was three to one after uh, one period of play, and it looked like yep. it was going to be a blowout. And Indiana Tech just—they uh, hung in there and they played. They played they a did. heck of a lot better. They had a great showing, I thought. They did, yeah. No, I thought it was a great showing. Great showing at nationals all together for them, and uh, yeah, nothing to hang their head about making it to the semifinals. And then uh, in the other semifinal, um, it was Liberty against Minot. And uh, the Minot State Beavers ended up winning that game three to one. When and that was, I'm not going to say it was much of a surprise, but um, 
the score I think was more of a surprise. Not that Minot won it, but that they won it and that they uh, that they really did just clamp down on Liberty. Their yeah, offense. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like what they did to Lindenwood, right? They just they just kind of clogged the whole thing up and didn't didn't let Liberty get their speed a whole lot. And you know, Liberty kind of kind of like Lindenwood, they uh, they kind of live and die by that stretch pass every now and then, and Minot just clogged it up and didn't let them get into their game plan and, and the final score showed that, right? There's there's no doubt. I mean, that high-flying offense from Liberty scored nine goals against Maryville, scored 10 against Ohio. And so, you know, for them to be limited to just one goal against uh, Minot State was, yeah, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty, pretty impressive uh, from Minot because they had shut down a high-flying offense already on Lindenwood the day before and then they come in and they shut down another high flying offense in Liberty. They did it again. They play that, they play that trap and they, uh, they clog it up in the middle and, and it works, right? It worked. And Hey, we thought it was going to work in the championship game versus Adrian, but, uh, I guess, uh, their luck had run out Yeah, because the, uh, Adrian Bulldogs are your national champions, a six to one game, six to one with an empty netter. It was, what was it, Andrew? It was, one to one uh, after one or something like that. Two to one. Yeah, two to one two after to one. one. Yeah, was, yeah, two to one after one, and then uh, yeah, then they just kind of, you know, what I you know what I really thought watching that game last night was you know Adrian just out grinded Minot really. Yeah. You know there was there was nothing flashy about it. It wasn't a fancy game. It was just two good defensive teams going head to head with each other and. Uh, I just thought Adrian just had a little bit more depth, just a touch more speed to him. And, you know, they just outgrinded Minot. So shots were kind of lopsided at the beginning of the game in favor of Adrian. But by the end of the game, uh, Minot State had kind of evened things up. And I think that was uh, telling that uh, Barrett, the goaltender for Adrian, ended up being the uh, most valuable player. And, yep. um, you know, I'm not ragging on, on the Minot State goaltender, Duran. But uh, you know, it wasn't exactly his best game. Yeah, he didn't have a great game in the in the final there. The uh, you know some of it, you know, like you could probably pin a couple of those goals on him for for letting big rebounds out in front. And then there was a couple that the Adrian speed and the, and the way they moved the puck in the offensive zone. You know, they they moved it around a couple times and got it up to the point, and the point man was uncontested. And I think they had two um, deflected goals um, first and. First and third goal, maybe, yep, yep. Were, uh, were deflections from the point, you know, and that's just, you know, you're watching, you can see it coming. They're moving the puck around, and all of a sudden they get that, that defenseman up there on top of the blue line, walking the walking the blue, and uh, fires that puck and uh, gets de- <laughs> re- redirected and goes in, right? So, Yeah, yeah, you could tell after when, when Adrian scored that fourth goal in the, uh, in the, in the final period, you yeah, could just that, kind of see all the air let out of the Minot State team. And, yeah. And, and all that did was it, it just energized Adrian even more because, geez, didn't they score like like 10 or 20 seconds later, it seemed, to make it 5-1, to one, and then they got an yeah, empty – Oh, no, no, they got the empty netter. That's what it was. And then yeah, they scored yeah, 10 or 20 seconds netter, yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. What that a deal. Probably the one that Minot – the goaltender from Minot, Duran, that's probably the one he wanted back. You know, that was, that was a bad rebound on his part and just kind of left it sitting out in the high slide off to the side there. And Adrian kid just kind of came in and easy little backhander. And like I said, that's kind of what took the wind out of their cells is, is what I noticed. So 
You know, one of the things we played a little factor fiction and we asked, will the uh, MVP be the, be the winning goaltender? And I forget I what we fact. said. Yeah, I think we said fact on that one. But um, <laughs> I think I did, yeah. And it turned out that was the way it was. Barrett from Indi- uh, from Adrian was the, uh, was the MVP of the tournament. Uh, you know, personally, I think there were two kids on Adrian's team, a kid named uh, Stanko. And a yep. kid, yeah, and you a, heard his name a lot. And a kid named Hatcher. There were three guys that, who who scored a lot, lot for for Adrian on the ice: Hatcher, Stanko, and Oshoe. Yeah, yeah, you heard those names a lot. Yeah, I think Stanko had most points, and Hatcher had the most. Um, Hatcher had the most goals. And personally, I would have gone with one of those guys because, in all honesty, if, you know, I I didn't. I mean, Adrian won their games fifteen to one. Ten to two, four to one, and six to one, and maybe in the last game since shots were thirty, you know, they were kind of even at thirty-four, thirty-four, somewhere around there. Maybe you can argue that Barrett made a difference. Yeah, but putting those, they, yeah, they those, weren't nail biters, right? Yeah, those other games were just blowouts, and he he could have been back there reading a book. No, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, he could have. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of pressure. It wasn't like he played four games that were one goal games and. All the pressure was him to, to pull him out, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, hey I mean, we, they didn't ask us, so uh, so got to respect it and uh, good for them. Uh, kind of, you know, when when Adrian won uh, the national championship the first time, it was 2018, I believe it was 2018 in Columbus. It was Columbus two, and they they beat they blew out illinois it was the final score was eight to one and it wasn't even that close i mean it was like five to nothing i think after the first period it was just a total whitewash this game was still six to one um it was it was okay game but it, there were times where it was just kind of put you to sleep i mean it was a national yeah. championship game and you they're just that um that adrenaline wasn't there yeah they were just you know they were just grinding on each other and it was not it was not flashy whatsoever was it no 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 so hey congratulations to the adrian bulldogs um second national championship their second time appearing in the championship second time winning it this was minot's third time being in the championship game and it's their first time losing they had won the previous two times so uh you know all respect in the world to um to uh, Wade Regier up yep. there at Minot State. He has a hell of a program, and he's got yeah, – uh, he, yeah. he has a great program up there. And, and, and Wade, is a, Wade is a great guy. He's a nice guy, and you you want to root for nice guys. Yes. Um, Gary Ostalos is at Adrian. He's obviously got himself a great little program. And Gary, too, is a nice guy. He's young. He's up and coming. A little brash. He's got a little funky haircut. <laughs> um, but, uh, he obviously he's, he's, he knows what he's doing. Um, I remember seeing him in Columbus when they won it there. And, uh, I was just impressed with how he ran his bench because yeah. he had total control over all those guys on that bench that he knew exactly what was going on at all times. And it wasn't where, you know, you, you see kids on the bench sometimes these days and they're doing other things or they're not listening to the coach and, yeah, the Adrian's success is because they've all bought in to the culture yeah. that he's created up there, and so uh, yep. good. And he demands that respect. Yep. From him. So yep. yeah, good for him. Well, and hey, the proof is in the pudding. Two championships. Yeah, not totally. Is, so yeah. yep. Good, good for them. 
uh, I felt bad for them. I have to be honest with you, Andrew. I felt bad for them earlier today on uh, the Twitter, um, in the Twitterverse. Adrian put out a little 30, 40 second video of the bus welcoming the champions home to Adrian. Yeah. How many people were outside? Zero. The bus driver. That was it. Oh, come on. Uh, It was 42 seconds of, you know, watching guys get off the bus. Oh. And I felt so bad because, you know, they had a great, they had a really good crowd. A lot of, a lot of loud people at the, in the stands there at Maryville. But I guess the bus must have beat all those loud fans home because it was just crickets, huh? Yeah, and I, you know, I remember when Central Oklahoma came home uh, from Ohio, and uh, you know they had a nice little crowd there at the Arctic Edge Ice Arena. I remember when Arizona State came home uh, from, I think they won theirs in Chicago, and you know they had a nice little crowd both at the airport and at the uh, at the ice rink, and so uh, yeah, it was just kind of. Kind of a yeah. not, not a downer, but you 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 wish that there would be more huzzas, yeah, more a little, a little more support there. Yeah, yeah. a little bit more fanfare for the support. guys. Yeah, yeah, because it, it is a big deal for them, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a hey, it's a great big deal. Come on, they they won it all. They proved a lot of people wrong. That's so, right. Hey, let's look really quickly through. We had some uh, we had guest speakers or guest analysts or guest guessers. Um, I let's see here. I was. I had Adrian in Lindenwood in the uh, national championship game. I chose Lindenwood, so that stunk. Andrew, you came close. You had Adrian in Lindenwood in the national championship game, and you chose Adrian, so yours was better than mine, even though yep. you only had one of the two teams in there. Yeah, the fighting zombos let me down. Cam the Ram had Adrian in Liberty. Now, she picked Adrian, but uh, she also had Liberty in there, and that didn't work out. Uh, Jason Cerrone had Adrian versus Lindenwood in the championship game. Now he picked Adrian, but he, uh, had Lindenwood. So that's not good. Now the two closest were Scott Strandy from, uh, ice times hockey Southwest and AJ Bolden from Utah hockey. Scott Strandy had Adrian and Minot in the championship game. Really? Oh yeah, he did. But if you remember from his, uh, from his podcast, when he was on, and even from uh, his podcast on his own little uh, station uh, that he does, I mean, he is all in on Minot State. I mean, he, he might as well move to North Dakota because <laughs> um, he was just all up in the all, all up in the Minot State tail. So uh, yeah, he chose Minot State, and that didn't work out. But AJ Bolden picked Adrian and Minot, and he had Adrian as the championship uh winner so i think aj bolden wins out of the six of us that picked here on the podcast so uh congratulations to aj i think he wins a whole bunch of nothing so he just has respect and uh bragging rights for a year yeah nothing nothing to do here low low rent low budget podcast here right yeah 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 (laughs) now on fishbert's uh fishbert's uh he, he put together a little acha division one bracket contest that was online and we had three winners there um d curtsy no i think it was just called curtsy 29 um he uh won it all he was the first place winner and as it turns out he's a gentleman from minot however he picked adrian hmm. oh i know well, yeah we better not let uh, we better not tell people you know what his what his real name is or anything because whoops 
yeah, don't let the yeah yeah don't let the anybody from my not know. Might get his might get his house egged or something. That's right. Then we had uh, then we had somebody called uh, uh, oh what was it? It was like DJ. I don't know. Oh, we, had, we had we had somebody else there who was in second place. A C H A entry. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna look know. on the thing here because it was um. Oh, it was like DJ Dave and Kent or Danny and Kent something or other. Um. Anyways, I I I have it here. It's on my. My good friend Fishbert sent me. Oh, here it is. It's yeah, DK 20, 2021 bracket. It was Dylan J. Kent. That's what it was. Dylan J. Kent twenty two. Yeah. Um, he was second place winner, and then the third place winner was Culpe twelve. Culpe twelve, as it turns out, is a, a young man who plays on Concordia University of Ann Arbor up in uh, Michigan. So good for uh, good for those three. They're going to get some cheapo cheesy prizes. Awesome. Um, awesome. Probably send them a. A whole bag full of nothing, maybe a bag of popcorn or something. <laughs> maybe some candy wrappers. I don't know. But um, what do you suggest we send them there, Andrew? Uh, you know, just uh, same thing we uh, same thing we're sending uh, Bolden there at Utah. Just big, <laughs> uh, just big uh, congratulations. A whole bunch of <laughs> whole bunch of nothing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I say. Uh, all right. Well, hey, let's let's do this really quick. I'm going to play the. Uh, let me see if I can find it really quick because I don't want to mess you up. Um, let's let's play a little bit of uh, the Inglewood Jack, and um, maybe a little bit of Jules Winfield since we're going to hear this for the last time, at least for a little yes. while. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the broadcast, talk about the tournament itself, there talk about go. some of the fun that we've had on uh, Twitter. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um kind of what our expectations are for uh the next season sound good there you go sounds like a deal to me. one drop your glove two catch jersey three over the head and where i'm from we call this the inglewood jack what i say that's the way yeah inglewood jack well he was more than just a coach uh he was really a teacher. Work that pump. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We... You gonna let him stand in here like a... Hold it! Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. Uh oh, Andrew! Yikes! That oh. it, you know, we we should have played that before the championship game last night. That would have got us all yeah. pumped up and primed. Getting them fired up. That's right. Yeah, they're right. they're kind of sleepy last night. So, uh, anyways, hey, let's talk really quick about the broadcast. I know that we had a little, little bit of fun with it. Um, a little bit of fun with it on our the emergency podcast we did on Monday night, talking about the uh, the emergency podcast. We we talked about the Maryville broadcast and kind of the some of the goofy stuff that we heard and some of the goofy stuff that we said uh, or that was said. Uh, I told you I was going to count the number of times they said walk the line. <laughs> I do that walk the line in there for you. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I heard that. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, um, the, the, I, I didn't listen. I mean, I started, but after a while, n- number one, I, in my, they, only count, they only said it six times in the last three games. So uh, I, two per game, I guess that's – that's acceptable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the guy who said it uh, the most was not on the uh, – he didn't broadcast the last three games. So I kind of feel like, you know, 
I, I, I was betting on the guy to come out of the uh, to come out of the dugout and you know do what he normally does. You know, hit a few home runs, and instead the manager sat him for the three games. So, <laughs> oh well. The, uh, they, they did, you know, they did get a little bit better. Uh, we had obviously a major snafu on the, uh, semifinals game. Um, the eve, the second semifinal game between Liberty and Minot in that the broadcast went down for a lot of time in the second and the third period. And oh boy, did the people in Minot come undone. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I mean, there were some former players from Minot, um, uh, who, and there was a bunch of, you know, it really wasn't helped. Uh, well, I'll, let's just say there were some, a lot of, uh, moms and dads and, uh, interested people who were upset and, and justifiably so, yep. um, that the feed had been lost. I wasn't too thrilled, obviously that the feed had been lost, but I mean, what can you do? Right. Yeah. It, it just, you roll with the punches when you're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know, this is kind of, this isn't exactly the A team broadcasting. Um, you know, it's not uh broad, uh, uh, network quality type stuff. It's, you know, student run and, uh, you know, so I, I guess, you know, stuff is, uh, as, as Forrest Gump would say, it happens. Yeah, that's right. That's and so, right. and so uh, it happened, and it just so happened that it happened in the late in the second and early in the third. And boy, the Minot folks—I uh, I was running the Division One Twitter. Man, they were all over it. <laughs> they were all over it. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, and it wasn't. I'll tell you this too. And this is gonna this is gonna sound like uh, sour grapes on my end, but and, and maybe it is. Who knows? It wasn't helped. The the broadcaster out that that does the Minot games, um, it's a outfit called PSP Productions, Pro Style Productions, I think is what they're called. Um, he was or whoever it it was, um, really just started roasting uh, the the Maryville broadcast outfit and was calling them all sorts of inferior. I mean, it called them all sorts of yeah. stuff, and it didn't. I I just I, I just um. I tried to be a duck and let it roll off my back, but um, I just thought it was poor form to yeah, that's certain. For yeah, one broad certain. yeah for one broadcast outfit to be ragging on another. Yeah, I mean, if you know that it's not the the best of circumstances that they're that they're working with and and doing a production and all that, and they're having a problem, don't don't add fuel to the fire and and start bashing on them when they're trying to work on the problem, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, you know, encourage them, you know, see if there's any way you can help as opposed to run them down. And if I I heard, I mean, if I heard it once, I heard it probably 30 times, bring the, you know, this would never happen had the tournament been in Minot. Well, you know, we wouldn't. Nobody wanted to go to Minot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, anyways, I I just, it was fun on on Twitter for a little while in, in, in fun, meaning it was exhausting. (laughs) <laughs> um, I know I had, you know, I'm, I'm probably not a good person to be on the Twitter because you, you, you don't say, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a second, Andrew, come on. You're not supposed to agree with that. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I tend to, I tend to pick at the scab every now and then. And so, you know. so I had, Sometimes it gets boring. I had a little bit of, well, I just, as I told you the last time, if I can't have a little fun, what good am I? You know? What, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I had a little bit of fun, and, and, and it, I think it just infuriated them even more. 
Um, which I can't believe it didn't help. <laughs> so just very, very, uh, it, in, you know, it, it, it didn't end after the, uh, Sunday night after, or after the Monday night, uh, semifinal and it, it, um, it only ended after about the fourth goal on the Tuesday, you know, championship game when it was obvious yeah. that Minot wasn't going to win. But I mean, they were starting early in the morning, you know, uh, begging for an alternate link, and uh, you know, they're asking for refunds and all that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, to their credit, and and I could be totally wrong here, but I didn't hear any gritching from the Liberty folks, the Indiana Tech folks. The Lindenwood folks, um, the Adrian folks, it was uh, mostly just the folks in Minot, and I really just thought it was a poor, it reflected yeah. very poorly. It, Wade runs a hell of a program, and he has a great program up there, and he runs it, I think Wade is a class guy. I, I mean, oh, I'm totally. a huge Wade totally. fan, and um, I just thought it really reflected poorly on the on the, uh, on the the fan base up there that they were so entitled and um, especially coming from you know former players and their current broadcaster, I yeah. just I just thought that was just really I expect an angry mom or or, or dad every now and then, but um, yeah, it just reflected poorly, and I the the entitlement um, of it all was just uh, very off putting. So yeah, and it's and you know I know they I know they were irritated and they didn't like the way it came across and. You know, they're trying to claim that it doesn't look good on the ACHA Division One to have such a shoddy broadcast and all of this. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's pandemic season, right? It's yep. They didn't have the resources to bring in a full production crew like we did at um, Frisco um, two years ago when we did the first Frisco one down there. You know? Yep, yep, or in Columbus. It's, yep. Yeah, or in Columbus. Yeah, you know, the, the resources just weren't there this year. The, the ECHA did the best that they possibly could with the hand that they were dealt. And let's just all be thankful that we got to sit there and watch 15 hockey games over the course of five days. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Isn't, no, it's say that's the God's honest truth. I mean, it could have been a lot worse. worse. I mean, I mean, it could have been like 1940 when we're sitting around listening to the ham radio, trying to figure out, getting about every other word from the sportscasters and what's going on on the action. You yeah, know I mean? or or waiting on text messages and phone calls from after the game, you know, as to who, yes. you know, what happened. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So at least we at least we got to watch. If you wanted to watch all 15, at least at least you could, you know. And you know, there was there was some hiccups in it. There was some there were some very I will admit there were some very annoying points that you just reached over and didn't mute so you didn't have to listen to it but you know what <laughs> hey at the at the end of the day we got to we got to watch 15 hockey games and that's all that matters at the end of the day i think i'll tell you what one, one of those kids on the maryville broadcast network he's got it going on uh that andrew marsh i think is his name Marsh was good yeah marsh he was, was good. good he if you if you close your eyes you can hear jim lampley uh from abc sports and hbo and i mean he's got the voice and he's yeah He's got the, uh, um, well, he, he's got the, the, the chops, if you will. He could, he might yeah, not he, have known what he was talking about, but he could BS enough to not, to, to cover it up. Yeah. Yeah. You could tell that, you could tell he had a little bit of background to him with hockey, but he wasn't, you know, he, he wasn't a hockey guy. So, yeah. Now there were some other knobs on there that, uh, you know, that would <laughs> yes. say dumb stuff like, oh, seven to one game. It's anybody's game. 
you know, yeah, and, yeah, right. uh, you know, it's, they could be talking about, you know, the, the two high flying offenses, but this is going to be a defensive affair. And we're like, well, which is it? You know, yeah, what's, what's it going to be? Yeah. There, you know, there's a couple of those guys, and I, I won't name names to pick on anybody, but there's a few of those guys. As soon as I saw them pop up on the screen, I'd reach over and hit mute. And I'll just give my own commentary, you know. I, w- I will say this: um, there, we ha- we are giving some serious thought. We we told you about the broadcast. Uh, I mean, the uh, Fishbirds bracket contest winners. Yep. We are giving some serious thought to gift certificates to Miniature Market. Ooh, um, there you go. Yes. Yeah, so everything uh, everything miniature that you need and more, bringing <laughs> everybody together. D and D D and D dice and. Uh, you know, mi- miniature uh, figurines and uh, yes. <laughs> all the. If you, yes, if a group of friends wants to sit down, if they have a group of friends that want to sit down, Miniature Market has everything to bring people together. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of evil. Uh... The, the other, the other, the other evil part was there we, it, for a second there, and this is just inside baseball here. For a second, we thought about. Well, there's not, you know, the kid that won it is uh, out of Minot, North Dakota himself. And so we're like, well, is there a Cheesecake Factory in Minot? Oh, well, maybe we'll get him a Cheesecake Factory uh, certificate. Oh, yeah. Closest Here one is go. in Minneapolis, you know, <laughs> so, but we're not that evil. So, uh, although it did cross our mind. Well, I think the miniature market is a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they want to. They, they they might take Dungeons and Dragons a little too uh, literally up there in uh, uh, Minot with all the silos and the uh, bunkers that they have up there. Hell, yeah, that is that that I I've actually I've actually uh, I actually went and looked at the miniature market website just to see what it all was. <laughs> uh, okay, so did I. It's okay. Yeah, that is what it is, I th- right? I think we all did. I think we all did yeah. at one point or another. Yeah, just trying to figure out what in the world is this. Hey, thinking back to the tournament, Andrew, which one, which game would you say was the game of the tournament? The one that, uh, the, well, which one would you say was the most exciting game of the tournament? I've got one for sure, but I want to hear yours first. Oh, I'm I'm pretty sure you and I are on the same page on this one. I'm 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 calling the Ohio Missouri State. Yep. Five four. Twenty seven seconds left in the game. Yep, That's, no doubt. That was the game of the tournament right there, for e- sure. Easily. Easily the game in the tournament. I mean, an- yeah. an- another close one, another close possibility might just for evil purposes might have been Minot and Calvin 2-1 to one, uh, because when Calvin scored that goal to uh, cut the deficit in half, I think there was an awful lot of ACHA uh, uh, brass whose rear ends puckered up really, really, really tight. Um knowing that Calvin had a possibility of playing Sunday at midnight. But, uh, yeah, that Ohio-Missouri State game, that was just that un- was, unreal. Yeah. And that was, oh, it was. It, I thought it was a great way to kick. I mean, it sucks that Missouri State lost, but, um, I mean, they don't have, they, they don't need to hang their head at all. That was no, a hell of a, at all. no. At all. That was, you know, that was, that was an incredible game, you know, back and forth. And just about the time you thought, Ohio had it iced away. Here comes Missouri State, and you know I think Josh Bell led the charge on getting them back, getting them back into the game. And, yep. and then you know it was anybody's game in that last minute, and they and Ohio just got a lucky a lucky bounce and and iced it away. And you know that very well could have been uh, Missouri State moving on to the next round. I very, wish very yeah. very easily, right? I, I wish it had been, but um, yep, yeah, with Bell and uh, Josh uh, Alex Rubin. Uh, you know, getting in in the, the uh, getting in on the scoring action, and I tell you what, I think Missouri State, and you know, they're the only team out of the Western Collegiate Hockey League that got to play this season. 
Um, I think, you know, Bill has been there for, I don't know, it seems nine or ten years maybe. <laughs> seems uh, like he's been there a while. Yeah, so uh, um, I think, uh, but, but give credit to Jeremy Law and to uh, the Missouri State coaching staff. Um, for bringing in some uh, some new blood, this that's Weetop kid, Jacob Weetop, and the uh, William Beginski, and uh, I think they've got a bright future. Those those kids both, uh, and there were some others. I'm I'm sure I'm forgetting their names. Um, there were some others that uh, contributed on the offensive side of things, and it's it wasn't just the Josh Bell show or the Nikita Sonlikov show or the. Um, whatever you want to call it. And years before, it was only one guy. But this this time, it seemed like they had, you know, four or five options for yep. yeah, they, scoring, you know, people that could score. So. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think they are, I think they are sitting pretty. In the, uh, I'm just ready for everybody else to uh, start playing next year. And uh, that way we can talk about more than just one team, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, 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 put, a, let's put a button on this thing. And, um, you know, just say thanks to uh, the commissioner of the men's division one, Brian Moran. Thanks to the ACHA executive director, Craig Barnett. Thanks to Gordy Scheffler, the ACHA men's one vice president. Thanks to um, John Hogan and his athletic director, Lonnie Folks. And the the unsung hero of, I think, of the tournament is a lady named uh, Becky Ressler, who is the... um, the 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 covid person yeah. um up there at maryville and you, you realize all all 16 teams had to test before they played um on before they played the very first game and out of all 16 uh teams that played we only had two positives andrew That's one one was for a maryville assistant coach <laughs> so how about that Yep. See you later. Yeah. So the the team that's that's uh, that was testing three times a week and that was, you know, the safest of them all. That sort of thing. The assistant coach gets axed because of coronavirus. The other positive test was a uh, player on. Uh, well, he was on the number two team. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know the name. All I know is that it instead of taking out the number two team, it took out him and a and, and a and a contact trace. So there were two folks on that team that um, could not uh, could not play. And uh, but otherwise, sixteen or let's say fifteen point fifteen teams total and then what do you say ninety percent of another team yep of of that last team uh the number two team um were all able to play because of uh you know Becky and in her efforts and making sure everybody tested negative and was uh doing the right thing in terms of staying safe and you know wearing masks washing hands all that kind of good stuff. So thanks to thanks to the Maryville University Hockey Center for putting on a decent little show. Thank you to uh, to the broadcasters up there at the Maryville uh, broadcasting yep. thing. You know, um, I'm sure they're probably not welcome in Minot probably anytime <laughs> yeah. soon. Yeah, don't go don't go to Minot anytime well, soon. Well, that's all right. I don't think you know if <laughs> I don't know if anybody that's just knocking on the door to go to Minot right now. There, so there you go. I mean. They'll probably be safe. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, for not not knocking on mine, not because I've been there and it's okay, but um, it's not exactly a bucket list destination. Point. No, not at all. So, uh, 
you know, and even though, you know, we, we, we give them some of them a hard time and some of them think they're a little bit better than they really are. Um, you know, they, they put on the best show they possibly could. And we yeah, appreciate, no, exactly. they, we appreciate that we, the fact that we got to see some games. Yeah. They, they definitely made, uh, lemonade out of the lemons that they were dealt. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. And they got, Hey, they got a lot of experience. So <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, that, yeah that they, they did. did. Yeah, they did. Um, so, and we want to, I, you know, for me personally, I just want to say thanks to, to the Missouri state folks for actually playing and giving us something to talk about here during the, uh, this one semester. Uh, but I also want to say thanks to the other nine teams, uh, here in the Western collegiate league. Um, cause I know they tried, I know yep. almost to a, to a team they tried. I think maybe Colorado state was, the, the one who, you know, pulled the plug earliest and it wasn't their doing, it wasn't the kids doing, it was the university's doing. Um, but, uh, you know, Arizona, Central Oklahoma, um, Grand Canyon, Colorado, uh, Oklahoma, your Oklahoma program, I know they all tried to make a run for it in the, uh, here in the spring and for one reason or another, you know, ran into some obstacles and couldn't make it happen. Yep. So, uh, you know, thanks though for trying to make that effort and, uh, just know that we missed you and we know that it sucked and, um, I'm looking forward to a 10 team, you know, this was supposed to be a great season for the Western Collegiate Hockey League. We expanded to 10 teams, two, five team divisions. And then, and then here we are. Yeah, and then uh, as it turns out, COVID comes in and changes the rules on us, and uh, so hopefully we'll get to a, or a chance to do it all over again here in the fall. Yes, I'm, I am ready. I, I know you are, and I am ready also. Yeah, and um, I'm I'm excited to see how UNLV and um, Grand Canyon and Utah stack up out there with the two existing teams, um, Arizona and Arizona State. I'm excited to see how uh, the two Colorado teams uh, bounce back. Um, there's some interesting rumors coming out of uh, Fort Collins about who, who might be there and who might not. So, uh, really? yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we have a special guest appearance from a long, from a, a, someone long associated with the WCHL. We'll see. Oh, very nice. Very um, nice. nice teaser. Yeah, and then we'll see. Hopefully, the ice will uh, will be reinstalled up there in Boulder, and uh, the the Buffs will be able to get back onto the ice. So that should be fun, and hopefully down here in the 405, the two teams will get a chance to, uh, uh, you know, play and get going. Hopefully, uh, things will be just fine uh, for for the fall. So, uh, we, we've got our fingers crossed, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think things are looking pretty positive, and uh, yeah, especially with the rate that vaccinations are going and, you know, the, the, the current rates of uh, infection, if you will, or COVID testing or whatever you want to call it. I, I think we're we're not there yet, but we can definitely see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, we're, we're getting close for sure. Yeah, so Andrew, um, tell me what uh, what other else? What other? You know, this is kind of it. We don't really have people are going to not have our our misses, our gritches, our our I know pluses, so, our minuses. We are sitting here in in middle of April. Yeah, it's going to be till uh, September, October before they hear our lovely voices again. Isn't it? <laughs> they'll, they'll probably the the eighteen people uh, that listen to this podcast are probably sensing a huge sigh of relief at that that it's going to be they're, they're, six they're months on the tabletops right now. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got to ask you, Andrew, really quick. Um, I was introduced today to something that's kind of scary. Oh boy, have you ever heard of kombucha? I've never heard of kombucha. 
I'm telling you, I've got this person that works for me at my office now, and she's a uh, um, she's in, uh, in in her off time when she's not being a, a legal assistant at my office. She's an MMA fighter, <laughs> and I mean, she's you know, she when listening to her is just kind of scary. Let alone you know seeing what she can do. But uh, I, I told her I was you know I needed a little pick me up. I needed a little caffeine. I needed you know Mountain Dew or something. She said, what you need is some kombucha. And I was huh. like, I, I, I was like, you know, I, I didn't know if that was like, you know, wacky tobacco, if that was the purple, you know, <laughs> yeah. the purple Urkel or the Maui Waui or, you know, what is she talking about here? And, um, I, I don't have a medical license. I don't have a medical marijuana <laughs> card, that sort of thing. So, uh, anyways, she brings the stuff to me and, um, I, I guess it's supposed to be, it's some sort of uh, live, unpasteurized, organic type stuff that's supposed oh, to just God. wow you to death. I'm, I'm afraid it's going to wow me to the throne for about 24 hours. But uh, yeah, uh, I, they're, oh God, there's there. Oh, I'm looking up a recipe for it right now. Oh, there's a recipe. Oh, is it, hey, luckily this was in a bottle. At home, right there. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so uh, maybe in six months we'll be able to uh, talk about kombucha and um, see if I'm addicted to it as opposed to uh, white Mountain Dew. So um, kind of interesting, kind of interesting. And then uh, the other thing, we'll, uh, I guess we're gonna, you know, hopefully we'll 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 have a uh, uh, a better feel for what's going to happen with uh, around the conference. I know I'm not around the conference, but around the division. I know that there are two teams that are already out for next year. Cornell is out because they are just dropping their program from the yeah, Division yeah. One ranks. And uh, Slippery Rock is out from that terrible Pittsburgh league really? uh, because they've been suspended for uh, hazing. They've been – Oh, jeez, come yeah, on. Yep, this university suspended them for uh, uh, for four years. So basically what they want to wow. do is they want to get rid of everybody that's in, currently involved in the program. Wow, four yeah. years suspension, huh? That's that was a that was a hammer too. So, wow, we, we had seventy two, or we were supposed to have seventy two this season. We're starting next season with seventy, and um, you know we'll see what happens. We'll see what and happens. I, and wasn't it Slippery Rock? Didn't they kind of try to throw a wrench in, in the plans this season? No, no, that was another uh, team from the East that has an S. Oh, okay. Um, that would be Stony yeah. Stony Brook. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I can remember if his. I thought it was. I thought it was the old Slippery Rock guys there. No, no. It was the 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 pride of Slippery Rock is apparently. You can Google it. It's on on their student newspaper website. It details all the. I mean, it honestly sounds kind of innocuous. Uh, the wow. what 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 happened? But the university's taking it seriously and has suspended them for four years, and so they're done. So, hey. Yeah. I mean, what are they? Uh, what's the old saying? And I think we say it a lot around here. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Well, and it and it just goes to show, for the most part, how tenuous it is with um, ACHA programs, uh, especially um, you know if if you do play those stupid games, the stupid prize is the, the university is going to always take the easiest path, which is to shut you yep. down. There's- Shut down, yeah. They're not going to try to work with you. They're just going to shut you down because it's the easiest, easiest thing for them to do. So now those kids are going to have to go find other places to play. Yeah, well, and who knows if there are, who knows if there's anybody worth a darn on those teams. But um, Exactly, yeah. Who knows if anybody wants them. Yeah, but, uh, you know, so anyways, uh, next year will be kind of interesting. Um, 
just briefly, it's also going to be interesting, Andrew, because men's division two this year, the national champion was the University of Mary out of North Dakota. And there's chitter chatter about them possibly moving up to uh, men's division one. Very nice. Um, You know, it hasn't happened yet. They've applied once before, but they were denied. And I know they've been butthurt ever since. Um, So they might just decide to stay at Division Two and give the finger to uh, Men's Division One. But whatever. If you win. Men's Division Three, the national champion was Hope College, but the the runner-up was a former Western Collegiate Hockey League team or Western Collegiate Hockey League program, I should say, University of Arkansas. Made it all the way to the national championship game. I think they only have two holdovers from when they played in the WCHL. Um, Cameron McAtee, who was a defenseman, and Joseph Dusenka, who was a like a backup goaltender at the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they played, and I'm not. I I don't bring it up to say that Arkansas is coming back to Division One. I. I don't think so at all. Um, but uh, it's just you know the the. There's some. There's always some chatter about the Division Three programs in Michigan, uh, ACHA Division Three, like Hope, like um, uh, there's a uh, there's a couple of others up there um, that are trying to that might are considering coming up to Men's Division One. Really? So yeah, and, and Hope would be in the same position as Calvin. You know, they don't play on Sundays. Well, so. Stay in, stay in, stay in Division Three, then. Yeah, that's that's. Not that you'll be a national. Uh, Nationals contender anytime soon, but well, still, that, that's what I'm thinking. They need to if if that's if they're going to stick to that, then they can you know go to Division Two and have fun. But um, yeah, and then you know there we have the always the interesting rumors about San Diego State and Oregon and Texas A&M and East Texas Baptist University. Uh, thinking about there's rumblings at all those places about making an application for Division One. We'll see if that happens. I'm sure we'll. Yeah talk a little bit about that uh well hopefully we'll talk with some of those folks here over the summer i've already kind of i'm not going to say poked the balloon but i i got my needle out and it got dangerously close to the texas a&m balloon how about that one (laughs) so I, i i think they i think they know that they've got some work to do so um it's just not magically gonna happen yeah yeah so all right, Andrew. Any other uh, any other instances or uh, bits of wisdom that you want to drop on the masses before we get out of here? You know what? I think we have bludgeoned these poor people to death long enough this season. Yeah. I say we. I say we quit holding them uh, hostage and let them get out of here. What do you think? I think that's good. I can tell you uh, just another quick preview. I've got a friend who's uh, working on a little surprise for the Western uh-huh. Collegiate Hockey League website might be something that rhymes with uh, the word sap or cap or tap um but it could be something that we have here in the works uh before next season starts so that's something to look forward to um it's in just from a personal perspective it's something i kind of want to do so we can you know tell the acha to shove it and they've 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 told us to do some things and um um, we're, I, I think we're going to do this to show them how it should be done. And so, uh, I think there we're going to have a, a, a new website and maybe a new little something on your phone. And we, you're just full of all kinds of little teasers tonight, aren't you? Well, you'll have to wait six months and come back and, uh, we'll see if we can't make <laughs> something happen. And it'll be halfway done. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get the, get the halfway update and then come back six months later. Hey, to get the if, if, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, you know me. You make you make me angry. I'm motivated. 
gonna we're gonna get something done so i can turn around and i'm gonna give a whole bunch of people the stone cold salute there you go, and, uh, and I'm gonna, like and I'm gonna tell a, I'm, I'm gonna tell the uh, the friend that's helping me out with this, when the ACHA comes calling, double your price, and uh, you know then demand at least half of it up front before you do yeah. any sort of work on this thing. Yep. So uh, that's, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, because I mean, it's you know there's some inside behind the scenes stuff here where the ACHA hasn't exact. I mean they've 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 used a lot of folks i should say let's just leave it at that and it's uh so anyways we're trying to get better and um so and hey uh, one last thing um lee tyner who is a dedicated listener i think he might be like uh listener number uh, eight or nine from the university of central oklahoma he was uh interested he sent an email a couple of weeks ago uh talking about trying to have a cup you know he mentioned that the uh arizona arizona state teams they play for the cactus cup yep and um you know when the when the two colorado teams get together that's the rocky mountain showdown and he was trying to come up with a, a name for the uh for the cup that should be um played between the central oklahoma and the oklahoma teams and uh, you know I, the, the name that that he had something to do with, like the Oklahoma River or the Central the Central <laughs> yeah. River, something like yeah. that. I wouldn't be. I I shot back to him and I was being, you know, kind of halfway uh, facetious, but also halfway very serious. I wouldn't, you know, the Tyner Cup has a really good ring to it, and it just uh, it flows off the tongue. Um, and so I wouldn't. Uh, you know, I would encourage the Oklahoma and the Central Oklahoma folks to. Uh, uh, come up with some sort of a cup uh, uh, where, and they can name it after somebody, um, and for for whatever reason. But some gives gives those kids something else to play for, a little bit of uh, bragging rights, all, more yeah, so, more yeah. so than they already have. Yeah, there might be. You, you've done some uh, some uh, little scoops of knowledge out there. There might be something in the works for the Oklahomas um, that we might be uh, announcing this summer. So there you go. Yeah, you might want to stick around. I know uh, I say Oklahoma's working on a new website, and when I say Oklahoma, I am Oklahoma. <laughs> so, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I, I am working on a new website, so uh, we'll get. I'm going to get that finished up and try to get go live with it. Because oh Lord, we've you know we've been fighting. We switched over to the Integras platform like the ACHA did, and that just blew up in our face. So we've been in. Uh, so we've been oh probably a good six, eight months now without a website. Just, uh, we're trying to shuffle everything around and all that. So as soon as we get that up and running, we've been, uh, we've been talking with central Oklahoma. So we might have, we might have some fun little stuff to announce this summer, maybe, uh, some changes to the schedule and, and maybe a little cup action. We'll see. You know, the major Kurth cup doesn't exactly r- roll off the tongue. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the big, uh, the big, uh, rock in the road right now is Oklahoma's aren't going to go for anything named after a UCO anything and UCO is not going to go after anything named after anything related to Oklahoma. Right. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to have to find some neutral ground there for, so maybe, maybe we will call it the, the North Canadian cup, North, North Canadian river cup. 
well, well, that has a nice little ring to it, like East East Texas Baptist University, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to suggest the Perry Cup, but that's probably just going to be yeah. a little uh, styrofoam thing with it you use as a spittoon. So, um, how how about this? You know, I'm just going to throw this out there. It's kind of dumb. Are you ready? No, I'm ready. You, you sitting down? No, uh, yep, I'm sitting down. The scissor tail cup. That's that may, may not be in the cards. We'll see. Yeah, I, it 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 rolls, and it's indicative of Oklahoma. And it's not uh, it's not uh, blue and gold, nor is it crimson and cream. It's statewide, and it shows yep. a, a statewide dominance. So, scissor tail cup would uh, you know? I'm not, I'm not saying you got to. Who knows? You win it, you win the bird. You know? <laughs> yeah. What does it? Yeah. What kind of bird does it have to have on top of it? Well, I'm not going to. Yeah. It, maybe it just has a talon. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Anyways, yeah, it doesn't have to have anything. It can just be a cup. As long as it's a cup, you can call it whatever you want. That's um, right. But uh, I, I thought it was a great idea coming from Lee Tyner to have something, and um, uh, it sounds encouraging that uh, something might be in the works. So hey, it sounds like we both teased uh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, when we get back in October, we'll have to, uh, or August or September, whenever we start up again, we'll uh, have plenty of junk to talk about. Andrew, in the meantime, take care of yourself. Take care of uh, one another. We want all of the listeners. We just want to say thank you uh, because without you listeners out there, even though there's only 18 of you, um, we really couldn't. Um, we we couldn't do this, you know, without you. So uh, we we look forward to getting back out on the road. We look forward to getting back to the rinks. We look forward to seeing you at the rink. And so we want you to take care of yourself, take care of one another, stay safe, wash your hands, get vaccinated, um, wear a mask, whatever it is that we have to do in order so that we can all gather up and watch some uh, great WCHL action come the fall. Whatever it is we got to do, let's do it. And uh, it's no politics involved. This is all about, uh, you know, trying to do its best to, to so that we can all get together and play games and get life back to a normal uh, yeah, kind of get, process. Yeah, get back to what we all love and and talking hockey, right? There you go. In the meantime, follow the Western Collegiate Hockey League on westernchl.com. I might get around updating the website here over the summer. And then uh, we're on Twitter at Western CHL. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM. That's S-T-I-C-K-F-O-R-D-A-M. I'm on Twitter at CJP in OKLA. And, uh, yeah, everybody just kind of hang tight, stay safe. And um, let's uh, congratulations on making it through this terrible, terrible, awful, yucky, terrible season in which 90% of our teams did not play. But uh, uh, thanks for hanging in there with us. Yes. Yeah, it's been it's been one for, for the ages. That's that's for sure. One for the ages. Let's hope next year's even better. Andrew, right. I'm going to hit the button. All right, everybody, we appreciate it. You guys have a great summer. We will see you in September, August. Until then, take care of each other. We'll see you on the flip side.